is a message from one of our Sunday celebrations. And you can find out more about Jubilee by visiting our website at www.jubilee.org.uk. Right, good morning, everybody. Morning, morning, morning. Right, I'm going to tell you a little story about my family Christmases growing up. Now, I've got an older brother, Chris. He's two years older than me. And he is one of my favorite gift givers. And I'm going to tell you a little bit about why. But before I do, I'm going to tell you a little bit about him just so you can get a little bit of a picture in your mind as to who he is, okay? So, my brother, really clever. Like, very clever. He loves science. Okay, so he went on to do a degree in biochemistry and genetics. You know, he was the kind of brother that you didn't want to play Trivial Pursuit with because he was always going to win all of the cheeses first. Okay, so that gives you a little bit of an idea and impression as to who he was. Right, so he liked to have a little bit of fun at Christmas time. He liked to prank me. Yes, he did. So, we'd get up Christmas morning, we'd run downstairs and there were full of presents and you know you get very excited don't you and you, oh it's from Chris brilliant it's quite a big box oh yes wonder what it's going to be and I would open up this gift and inside was another box oh okay so I take that one out and I open that one up and guess what's inside another box okay so this would happen two or three times I'd be there unwrapping, and there, at the bottom of the box, rolling around on its own, was a single bath pill. Yeah, true story. True story. And he'd be sat there giggling to himself at how clever he had been to give his sister a single bath pill. There was another Christmas when there was another present. Oh, who's this from? Oh, it's from Chris. Brilliant, brilliant, brilliant. Open it up. It was the plastic moustache that you would find in a Christmas cracker. Now, I know you're sat there thinking, well, hold on a minute, Sarah. I thought you said that he was one of your favourite gift givers. Do these sound like great gifts? Yes. Well, they weren't the only gifts he gave. Do you know, my brother made a real effort to buy me something to wear each Christmas. As a teenage boy, I think it takes some guts, doesn't it, to walk around the shops in the girls' section and have a look to choose something to wear, um, for me to wear. And, you know, he got it wrong a little bit. He went to Evan and was a little bit surprised as to why he couldn't find anything to fit me. But he eventually got the hang of it. And uh, usually H&M, he would go around and he'd look at the mannequins and he'd see what was fashionable. He'd be like, yeah, I think Sarah would look good in that. And so he would buy me something to wear. He would also wrap up the hanger as a separate present. But, you know, he made that effort. And I'll tell you something else. That happened year on year. Even going into our adult life, he would always buy me something to wear. And when he heard that I got engaged, he rang me up and he said, Sarah, I want to buy 
your wedding dress for you. I know. Exactly. You know, at that time, me and my brother, you know, he's not the kind of person that gives lots of cuddles and kisses. You know, that's not his kind of thing. But through the giving of his gift, I know that my big brother loves me. And it's good to know that, isn't it? It's good to know that we are loved. And this morning, we are reminding our hearts that we today are loved. The Bible verse that has already been introduced to us is the one that we're going to unpack a little bit this morning. It says in the Bible, For God so loved the world. For God so loved the world. That means everyone, everywhere. And you know what? The familiarity of the story and the familiarity of this Bible verse can sometimes mean that we forget the personal touch. That that word, the world, we could just take that out and replace it with, for God so loved Natalie. For God so loved Bo. For God so loved Paul. For God so loved Sarah, he gave his son. Now, to remind us of that, I've brought God's special gift today. Okay? Here it is. And we always know which gift is ours because it has our name on it. Now, unfortunately, this hasn't got any names on it yet, but wave at me if you've got a star tag this morning. Who got a star tag this morning? Brilliant. If you haven't got one, Rianne, I'm sure, can help us out. Now, this is your tag. And I would like you this morning to write your name as big as you can on your tag. And in a few minutes, you're going to come. One person per household is probably preferable, just because of COVID restrictions. And you're going to come and put your tag on this present from God this morning. Okay? And people online, I don't want you to feel left out. You can use the chat button just to write your name so we know that you're watching us. And we've got somebody who's going to be writing your name on a tag and bringing that to the present this morning. So we're going to sing, I think, Away in a Manger, hint, hint, Graham. Whilst we do this, or when the song begins, if you want to make your way, I think if you walk down the middle, place your tag on the present and then go either side back to your seat so we're not bumping into one another. That would be great. So has everyone written their name on the tag? You should write it on the white side. And then there should be a piece of sticky tape on the colourful side, which you just need to peel off so it's ready to come and stick onto the present. All right, Nathan's done his. Fantastic. Make sure you write your name nice and big so that you can see it when you go back to your seat. Okay.
Okay, so if you want to start, start bringing them down now. Come and put them on the present. many, many times before. But I really did feel that the Holy Spirit just wanted to remind us again this morning that no matter what our backstory has been up until this point, you are loved. You are so loved by God, the maker of heaven and earth. You are loved and valued by him. This verse also tells us something else as well. It's telling us the reason why Jesus came to earth. And the Bible tells us it's because of sin. Now, sin is a very, very tricky word to understand, yet we hear it lots and lots of times in church. So I'm going to try and show you today what sin is and why it's so important to think about it on Christmas morning. So, I've got a little piece of rope here. It's a whole piece of rope. Can you see that? Yeah? Can you verify that this is one single piece of rope? You happy with that, everybody? Yes. And today, this is going to be a symbol of our relationship with God. You see, when God first made the earth and everything in it, it was good and perfect. And the relationship that God had 
with Adam and Eve right at the very beginning was good and perfect. But then there was a day when Adam and Eve chose to disobey God and they ate from a tree that God had told them not to eat from. And the Bible teaches us that at that moment, sin came into the world. And we understand that sin separates us from God. And that relationship that we had with him, that once was whole, has now been broken. And it needs fixing. Now, in my bag, I have nothing. And I'm doing this to show you what Jesus has done for us. You see, God didn't want to keep us broken. He didn't want to be separated from us anymore. So he had a plan. And his plan was to rescue us and to bring us back in to a relationship with him. And so he sent Jesus. And Jesus came to mend that broken relationship and make us whole again so that we can have that relationship with God and know that sin doesn't have to leave us broken anymore. Now that is just a little trick. Okay? But... This Bible verse, John 3.16, says, For God so loved the world, that everyone, everywhere, that he sent his only Son, so that whoever believes in him shall not die, shall not experience that separation from God anymore, but have eternal life. But how? How did Jesus do that? How did he mend that broken relationship? Well, shall we open the present and find out? Yes? Remember, this present is for everyone, everywhere. And the Bible also tells us that all have sinned. Everybody, that's everyone, everywhere, have sinned. Great, we've got some more names, we're adding them on. Look at this, it's brilliant. Derek, Eloise, Paul, Solly, Helen, Sue, Dan, Susie, Richard, B, everybody. This is wonderful, isn't it? Now, I'll tell you something else about Christmas in my household growing up. We never ripped the paper. No, we don't. Do you know why? Save it. Exactly, exactly. Maybe there's somebody else a bit like us, because you can use it again, can't you? So I'm going to be very careful when I open this present. Now, remember, boys and girls, are you looking and watching? Because in here shows us how Jesus coming to earth saves us from sin. So, just do a few key little snips. Oh, is the excitement building? Oh, right. On that side. 
Oh, I think we're all right that side. Just a couple of pieces here. Nicely gift wrapped, isn't it? Yeah, some good skills going on here. No, I think. Are we done? Oh, right. Okay. Shall we have a drum roll? Shall we have a little drum roll? with him. Can you see? Christmas always points us to the Easter story and reminds us that Jesus came to die to give his life for those who he loves. Do you see your name? There on the cross, he did it just for you. Now, I don't know about you, but it's actually been about 33 years since I first understood my need for Jesus. And it says in this verse that it's for whoever believes in him. Now, I want to tell you just a bit about where this verse came from. Do you know I have the privilege of telling lots of children in my life so far, I've been, had the privilege of telling lots of children about Jesus. I've been to lots of different places and I've told them. And sometimes they come back to me and they've got some questions. But Sarah, I can't see God, so how can I know that he's real? And well, my mum and dad have told me, but how do I know that it's true? Do you know what, boys and girls? Adults have those kind of questions too. This was a conversation that Jesus was having with a man called Nicodemus. And the Bible tells us that Nicodemus was a Pharisee. He was one of the Jewish leaders. He had studied the scriptures. If he did a Bible quiz, he would have got top marks. Yet he still had questions. And it says at night time he came to find Jesus to talk to him. I reckon it was because he didn't really want anybody else to know that he was going. And he's, he's asking Jesus, but I don't get it. And this is Jesus' response. Whoever believes in him will not die, but have eternal life. And that's the encouragement that I want to bring to us this morning. Do you believe? As with every gift that we get on Christmas morning, we have to receive it, don't we? We have to take it and say, yes, I'm going to make this gift mine. Have you made that choice for yourself? Have you taken the gift of Jesus and accepted it for yourself? Do you know what? You can do it today. And maybe for some of you, you did it like me a long time ago. 
And maybe just like with some of the presents we've received, we've read the book and we've put it on the shelf. We've played with the toy and it's in the bottom of the toy cupboard. Have we forgotten that lovely gift of Jesus? Do we need to re-remind ourselves of his love for us? And this gift was for the whole world. For the whoever's. And we all know a whoever. There's somebody, I'm sure, that we can think of who needs to receive this gift of Jesus for themselves. And I want to encourage us, come on, let's take this as an opportunity to share this gift of Jesus with those people that we know who so desperately need it. So I'd like to pray for us all this morning. Lord Jesus, we want to say thank you. Thank you so very much that you have shown your great love for every single one of us, for everyone, everywhere, that you came from heaven to earth. Thank you, Jesus, that you set us an example of how to live a life of loving others. And we thank you, Jesus, that you took your love for us to the cross and you died and rose again so that our relationship with God no longer needs to be broken but can be made whole again. I choose today to receive that gift of eternal life. I choose to say yes and thank you, Jesus, for loving me and dying for me that I may have the hope of a life forever with you. And this Christmas time, may I have the courage to share this good news to others, that they too may receive and believe and know, Lord Jesus, that your love for them is true. Amen. Sunday morning.